a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Larry Unger answering phones, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. We've got lines open, 303-477-5600. And somebody, uh, I I guess a question of the day. Let me go back to that really quick. Question of the day. Name something that a stranger might find annoying about your car. Now, there's lots of things that that could involve, from the sound that it makes to the color that it is to even just the vehicle itself. But what's the... uh, What's the most annoying thing about your car to a stranger that may just pass by? 303-477-5600, or you can text us the answer, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. And, uh, again, calls coming in. We'll get those answered as quickly as we can. Uh, main number here to dial in, 303-477-5600. Somebody asked me also to talk about the Ford Maverick truck. Now, that is a vehicle that I have not been behind. I believe my son Richard drove one for a week. Um, I guess, first of all, is it really a truck? I'm asking Jeff. I have no idea. I've seen them. They look kind of like a... Well, it's kind of like a... Well, I don't, it's sort of like the old Explorer Sports, really? kind of what it reminds me of. It's a unibody car. Uh, yeah, it's a truck. Um, I, I hate to say this. I don't have a lot of experience with it. It's a very inexpensive priced vehicle. It's meant to, you know, it's meant to kind of be in that, that market of, of really sort of a low-end uh, Ridgeline, I think would be the way to probably say it, or a low-end Honda Ridgeline, not as big as a Ridgeline by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, they have been selling them fairly well. Uh, I Again, I don't have a lot to say about it because I really haven't been behind the wheel of one to tell you what I do or don't think. It's not a very big vehicle. I think that's probably the biggest thing folks need to realize. It You have to see one in person to know its size because the pictures make it look a lot bigger than it is. It's not a very large vehicle. They're they're very small. I've, I've seen a couple things on YouTube where... Uh, they've been sold out. Uh-huh. Correct. And uh, the production for the following year was sold, too. Correct. So, no, I think they're selling everyone they can build. I, again, I just don't have a lot of details on the vehicle because I've not been behind the wheel of one yet. I, I, you know what? And I will do my best to see if I can get behind one. I will actually make an email, uh, do an email on that here this weekend and see if there's any inventory in the press fleet here locally and if there is i'll see if i can't get behind the wheel of one uh ivan out in parker you're next hello ivan oh hey hey john how you doing good hey, sir i just had a, I just had a suggestion for that guy that called in about the c10 uh want you know oh yeah the I older c10 yes 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 yeah i got a 67 c10 so 
I've got the, the red club thing that goes on the steering wheel just mm-hmm. as a deterrent. But the other thing I do, too, is um, on my battery cable, you know, you can buy those cables where there's a little kind of like a wing nut, a knob nut that you can take out so that there's no power to the motor. So I just pop the hood, pull that little nut off of the battery cable, and it gives it no power. You know, so if I'm running into right. a store or something like that, it gives it no power. So I know you can't avoid the tow truck thing, but, you know, for somebody to hotwire it, they wouldn't be able to hotwire it without that bolt that's stuck into the right. um, battery yeah. cable. So it's just a suggestion. Uh, and, again, that for somebody that's just, you know, walking by, thinking about hopping in it, taking it for a joyride, stealing it, whatever, you're, you're spot on, Ivan. Can't argue that at all. The biggest fear that I've got with even some of my own vehicles is more the guy with the tow truck. That There are some of those guys running around where if they want it, they just walk up behind it, hook up, and away they go. Done deal. Yeah, for sure. No, no way no way to get around that. But just as, uh, you know, somebody that's trying to hotwire it or something, that, that they wouldn't be able to with that little nope, you're right. cable. You're right. Interrupter. Good point. So good point. All right, man. Ivan, thank you. All Appreciate right. that very much. Yeah. And yeah, no. Uh, and again, there's a lot of ways, folks, where you can disable a vehicle. Uh, the key is, you, you, unless you're parking, watching it, you've got close eye on it. Whatever the case may be, you're not going to stop the guy with the rollback. And, and some of you would say, "Well, who, who's who would?" You'd be surprised. Who would do that? You'd be surprised. Um, thieves will do anything they can to get some vehicles. Uh, especially if it's a very desirable vehicle. Trust me on that. So, yep. Jeff in Western Montana, you're next. Go ahead, Jeff. By hey, the way, hey, how's your morning. weather been, uh, Jeff? About like yours. I mean, yesterday the sun came out after the uh, negative uh, temperatures and wind chills that we had. So, um, didn't get much snow out of it, but it's been pretty flipping cold. So, okay. I think March is. It's kind of like February's going out like a lion. So. Um, but it's it's sunshine, 25 degrees right now, but more, more cold weather on the way as well. So, um, Gotcha. You know, it's life in the West. I, I say that Western Montana is a lot like Colorado, Western Colorado, except we have uh, more oxygen and fewer people. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, first of all, on uh, my truck, I... Uh, it is a sport track, and I uh, I think it's a it's a body on frame with the sport track. I, I believe you are because the Explorers than... were, so I think yours is. Yes, I agree. Yep. Right, and so I have towing a sixty five hundred. So yeah, mean, the the ri- that the little Mavericks aren't going to do that. No, I mean, and the Ridgeline that we have, I think it's thirty five hundred. Um, some of them will even do more than that. I think some. Yeah, I, I think that's about right. And, Jeff, I think some, depending upon how they're equipped, might even do a little more than that. I don't remember. Yeah, they have a little what they call a subframe in the rear. So it's like a Y that goes into the U body, and they tow off of that. So right. it distributes the force a little bit better. And, so. again, I want to make sure I'm clear, too. I, you know, the Maverick is not competing per se with those vehicles because the Maverick's about half of what you're going to pay for a Ridgeline. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that. The Ridgeline is, you know, 35 to 45K. A Maverick, I think they start in the low 20s, Jeff, so it's really yeah. half the price. Yep. But on, on this sport track, the most offensive thing, I think, is I have a coexist sticker on the back. Uh-huh. But it's, it has all the uh, – it's spelled out with gun manufacturer logo. <laughs> Good one. Good one. So I think – I've had people come in both ways, go, you know, thumbs up on it, and you go, yeah, you didn't really read it. 
then other folks who uh, read it and go, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I think they were initially offended or at least disappointed in me until they actually read it mm-hmm. and realized what I was actually, the statement I was trying to make. And uh, really quick, so, I did check, too, the pricing on Mavericks, man, there's a wide range. They start out with an XL being about twenty three, twenty four thousand, 24000 and a full-bore Lariat Tremor goes all the way up to about 35000 Man, there's a huge difference in price on those things. Wow. Yeah, yep, that is. Um, yeah, and then uh, you were talking about CVTs earlier, and in my mind I was kind of turning it over, and with a 15,000-mile change, I was thinking, well, dang, we got – Engines that you know, because I think it was uh, I can't remember who it was said something about uh, it's metal on metal, and so you get more wear. And I was thinking, yeah, but that's an internal combustion engine too. So, uh, and so we have metal on metal, and and not really. You don't get a lot. No, of metal no the, the, the difference though on the metal to metal in an engine is there's a there's a film of oil. There's supposed to be. If there's not, that's where we have issues. There's a film of oil between the metal and metal, you know, the bearings and things that are inside of a of an engine. So they're really not metal to metal. A CVT is literally the metal pulleys are rubbing on the metal chain. Yeah, there's fluid in there, but you and I both know there's there's no there's no thin film things are riding on in that case. Not at all. It's it's constantly well, scraping I, I didn't, scraping I didn't it off. Know that. I didn't know that, so I was thinking uh, uh, that you know it should why wouldn't it last longer? Because they're they're supposed to lubricate all that, and and why haven't they engineered it to do that? And then I realized too that um, because of my I think the ridge line I have goes ten thousand miles between oil changes, uh, and so fifteen thousand seemed a little exorbitant. But I realized too that uh, the the engine has combustion products to get into the oil as well. Correct. Yes. CVT doesn't. Correct. But, but you had a, uh, but you had a. Uh, one of the one of the commercials came on and said, uh, optimum operating temperature is 180, and for every 20 degrees that it goes over that, um, you start like having the life of the of the fluid. And it, it, anybody who's doing towing or going up and down mountains with a CVT, I just wonder how much over 200 degrees those suckers get and. And what's that? What that's going to do to uh, to the fluid? Well, that's true of any fluid. Heat kills fluid because yeah, so it takes it starts taking the ad- additive package out of that fluid, and that's right, that's, that's probably what burns first. Yeah, mm-hmm. the problem with the CVTs is, is you have a steel belt rubbing against steel pulleys, so it's always dragging. It's always sliding against that mm-hmm. steel. Yeah. On an engine, you've got bearings that are circular. They don't have that constant drag where something's peeling that it off. grind, if you would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and getting back to the ridgeline, uh, it, it's essentially a front-wheel drive vehicle with a, with a rear differential. Right. And uh, when I bought it, I didn't realize that that needed to be changed every 30,000 miles, and I... I think it's kind of analogous to the CVTs mm. in yeah. that you go a differential every 30,000 miles. Yeah, but it's a tiny little thing that might hold only a pint of fluid. And, uh, yep, that's right. And uh, as, as it goes down the road, you got metal on metal, and you're getting a lot of heat generated back there. Yep. So uh, Correct. 
So it's kind of, in my mind, it's the same thing. Is that I'm waxing a bit philosophical. It's not really a question. I'm just kind of no. You're right. Everything you said is spot on. You're 100% correct. So, okay. Well, I'll let you go. Jeff, appreciate you. Real problems. That's all right. Appreciate you, man, very much. Paul and John, hang tight. We'll be right back. Talk to you guys. One line open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Did you know that the dental health of your pet is extremely important? Your pet can also get periodontal disease, and it's one of the most common clinical conditions seen by the veterinarians at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. This may come as a surprise, but most adult dogs and cats show some signs of the disease by the time they reach three years of age. If left untreated, pet dental disease can also lead to pain, tooth loss, infection, and even damage to the vital organs such as heart, liver, and kidneys. Your pet's dental health is important to Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. In recognition of National Pet Dental Health Month, which is observed every February, we're placing the spotlight on periodontal disease and what pet owners can do to prevent and treat this serious condition. Call today and schedule your pet's exam. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. You can also visit LoneTreeVet.com.
All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And Paul and Loveland, you've been waiting the longest. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, good morning, guys. I'm calling about uh, 2003 Buick Century. It's a six-cylinder. Okay. And historically, when the car is warm, it's been a little bit difficult to get started. Uh, I've done some work on it in the past six to eight months, including uh, new plugs, wires, and coils. Uh, had a BG EPR oil change on it, and I've run a bottle of 44K through it. And since the uh, plugs and wires that were done back in December, I've noticed that the hard starting uh, is occurring now when it's cold as well. And it usually takes two to three tries, and when it does get going, it's really kind of borderline. You touch the gas and it kind of fires up after cranking it. So I'm just curious if uh, if you have some ideas, sensors or O2 sensors or something along those lines. No. Uh, have you, I know this is going to sound strange, but before you start it, <coughs> excuse me, uh, before you start it, try cycling the ignition key three times, three, four times, and then try to start it and before, see if that helps. Cranking it. Now, when you say cycle it, uh, go from the off position to, like, the accessory position? No, just to the run position. Don't try to start it. Okay. Do that three, four times. And if it starts right up, I, I'm going to guess that you might have a fuel... Uh, pump check valve that might be bad. I mean, that okay. comes to mind right off the bat. How many miles? Uh, 160,000. Have you ever had the fuel pump done in it? Uh, no, I have not. Have you had the fuel filter exchanged? Yes, I have. Uh, it's probably due. It's probably been 40 or 50,000 miles. Okay. Yeah, if it were me, I'd check. I'd, I'd do mm -hmm. that simple I don't want to call it a diagnostic, but that's just a it's telltale. Kind of what you're doing, though. Yeah, that's a telltale. Sure. And if it starts right up, then you've got a, a lack of fuel pressure when you first start. Okay. And by cycling, yeah. it, you're just increasing that pressure. Is what you're doing, Paul? You're you're turning the okay. pump on numerous times, right? To get it to to um, charge the fuel line, as it were. Okay. 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 So you got enough to fire the injectors. And you're getting plenty of gas. If that's the case, probably the only way you're going to be able to fix that is probably replace the fuel pump. Okay. Is the fuel pump in the gas tank on Yes. There, you know? Is it? Okay. Would the check valve be in there, too? Normally. Okay. So, It'll come uh, as a complete assembly. More, more than likely, I'm not looking at just a old filter. Uh, could very likely be something else. Here, mm, so. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will give that a try, okay. and uh, I'll let you know what I find out. All right. Okay. Appreciate it, Paul. Thank you very much. And uh, John in Carter Springs is next. Go ahead, John. Uh, yes. I was calling about, uh, I've heard you talk a little bit about the CTV. CVTs. Mm -hmm. And in Carter Springs, I, was, uh, I have a, a 2018-year model um, Subaru Outback, which has that transmission, mm -hmm. and I need to learn where I can go take it to have that service. I have 
43,000 miles total right now, and it was already at 40,000 when I first started hearing all this. Uh, you're talking about the CGC, CG, uh, CVT? CGC. Yeah. And um, so uh, I need a little guidance on that. First okay. take it. Yeah, I've, I've got a I've got a shop down there I can send you to. If you, John, go to the website drive-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or just Google Drive Radio, send me a message, and I'll send you to somebody down there that can help you. Okay, so uh, your your um, um, how do I your email is what? Just, uh, say that again, John. Uh, uh, let's see. You, you were telling me send send you. A, Email. Hey, send me an email, and then I'll send you where to go in Colorado Springs where they can help you get that serviced. Okay, what what would be your email then? John, J-O-H-N, just like you, at drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. So I got to John at? John at drive-radio.com. So a little dash, drive-radio.com. Okay, John. Appreciate it very much. Thanks Enjoy the rest of your day. Mike in Arvada, what's up? Hey, John. Um, I wanted to bounce this up, you guys. Uh, you know, the news they give, uh, of course, of the unreal dark uh, that rates in Colorado. Yeah, uh, for those that don't know, it's about 100 a day. Bingo. In yeah, this area. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, a state our size and is relatively affluent. As this and and, and, I, and that's, I, I don't mean to get on a soapbox, but I will for a moment, Mike. But really chaps my hide the most is police agencies around town. We've got the ability to do radar and speed traps and this, that, and the other, but we can't go get car theft under control. That's what chaps my hide. Oh, couldn't agree more, and that's coming from the state legislature. It is, you know, obviously they've they've got their uh, their McLarens and their Bentleys and their uh, Rolls Royces that are uh, lorded over by security uh, battalions. Correct. So you know, what I, what I was wondering is for us us poor people, us peons, that can only only afford uh, realistic transportation. Um, with all the news on the uh, particularly the Kias, the Kias and uh, mm-hmm. Hyundai. Ripoffs. Mm-hmm. What is the vulnerability? Of course, mass media it doesn't give you what the vulnerability is. That if it be correctable, it'd be a chip change or, or something that a hunter could do or a owner could do. There, there's a recall on those I, now, I, and I believe they're adding that. Yes, there's some security measures they can take on existing vehicles, which I believe Kia and Hyundai are, as we speak, working on. In fact, I think you're going to see a class action lawsuit against them. It's already been started, so they're they're dealing with that. As we speak, although, uh, you know, that'll keep the petty, uh, I say petty theft, you you would think that grand larceny when you're stealing a a car and it's a felony would actually be a bigger deal, but it'll, it'll keep some of the petty thieves away on the same token, Mike, as I said earlier, if somebody really wants a vehicle bad enough, that's what tow trucks are for. Oh yeah. 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 You, that's, I totally agree. It's just, you know, it's, they're going after the vulnerability. That's right. But I, you know, I, I, the reason I ask is I, until an idiot crashed me. I was working second shift at 1130 and I had a drunk plowed into my, I had a 2014 really nice little uh, Lantra, Hyundai Lantra. Very good, dependable car. You know, and it had super value. But it had, and I can see how it would be vulnerable because it had ignition. It wasn't a push button. 
So you could, you know, you could go to do the old hot wire up the up the column. But I'm assuming like the upper, and I I didn't test. I've never tested them like a Sonata and the upper uh, upper echelon of uh, Hyundai and, and Kia models. They're probably the push button non non starter, non keyed ignition. How they They've got a theft deterrent already built in on those push-button ones. Now, I will tell everybody listening that even with all vehicles that have some sort of a theft deterrent where you've got a push-button and you've got a, a remote and so on, there's devices out there now, Mike, where if somebody, again, if they really want your car, they can be nearby, they can they can actually intercept that code that's coming from your key fob in, they can immediately make another key fob, hop in your car, and drive off. Oh, wow. Wow. It's <laughs> It boggles the mind. These clowns that okay, when McDonald's is begging people to come in for twenty five bucks an hour, and you're pulling that crap, and you're you're really lucky somebody doesn't say you know hey make my day. It was in my garage. It's in my house, and you know puts them out of their misery. I think it just it boggles my mind that somebody has that mentality that yeah I, I rip off somebody's hard earned vehicle. Mm-hmm. I know. When I can go make 25 bucks an hour at a McDonald's. I don't understand people, people that steal a, you know. things, period, Mike. I mean, I guess I was just raised where if it doesn't belong to you, you don't mess with it. You leave it alone. doesn't matter whether it's tied down, has security on it or not. I mean, the bottom line is if it's not yours, you don't mess with it. Somehow we've mm-hmm. lost that in this country. I don't yeah. get it. And it. Oh, to me, man, uh, John, it's the same derivation for the... the the laxness on uh, and prosecuting uh, yeah. stolen cars. Yeah, we, we just we, we you know we're, we're patting these guys kind of on the backside a little bit, saying don't do it again, see ya, and they just go out next week and do it again. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, to- totally. You know, it's that's those are probably if you look at uh, the funding, those uh, DAs that are squishy soft are Soros clones, Soros ripoff. Most likely, yes. Funded. Well, are, you know. I don't even say clones. To your point, funded. They, they are. They are in. They are inserted into our political realm, into our legal system. There, it's an insertion, Mike. That's what it is. Bought and paid for. Yep, it's an insertion. It's done oh, on yeah, purpose. And, and not just them, John. I, uh, I'm down in Littleton. I got a chance to talk with a Littleton patrolman, and the guy was real square with me. I don't know his name, and I wouldn't give it out anyway. But he was real square with me, and he said. Right for them, the biggest uh, revolving door or the Arapahoe County judges, they'll bo- they'll pop somebody, they'll book them, and it'll be a legitimate charge. It won't be just a misdemeanor, right? And that those judges will will skate by and and soft coat, yep, sugar coat, yep, these guys. These I, and idiots. I've talked to other policemen along the same lines, Mike. Where they're it's it's not the policemen, by the way. It's what they're being dictated to do, what they're told to do, what's being allowed to happen in the court system, like you just said a moment ago. And those guys' hands are, are tied in a lot of cases. I mean, there's even there's even municipalities. I won't name names, but there's municipalities running around here. You're probably in one of them where, where, where you're speaking right now, Mike, where they're not allowed to even engage in any kind of a high-speed chase. If they know it's a stolen vehicle and it starts to outrun them, it's just a done deal. See you, bye. That, that seems to be the case. So, you know, it's so uh, uh, like always, it's caveat up to, you know, you gotta got to look out for number one. Don't, you know, be be smart. Yep. Don't put your car in a vulnerable That's spot. Right. That's right. That's right. And where I feel bad, Mike, is for people that, you know, don't have the ability to live in a home. They live in some sort of an apartment. They don't have the ability to have a garage. And, you know, and those are the ones I feel the baddest for because the reality is they're just vulnerable. And, you know, it's just a matter of time before their car is gone. I'm sorry. It just is. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost with the mentality of, 
if I could get a hold of one of those old Denver boots, and I was one of those poor uh, young kid, usually twenty something kids, could barely afford a car. Yeah, I'd yeah. almost be tempted to ah. install a boot on my agree on the, uh, you know and trap the car. And well, I guess then the idiots probably would just ram it off and screw up your uh, tranny or your your differential, what have you. But I, I would really be attempted to put something like that yep. if you were that, or just get the hell out of a place that's that crime ridden. I to be honest. I, well, with. that's you know, where do you go? Yeah, well, and you leave Colorado right now, or you go to one of the other towns we've got that's not in this front range area because we're we are at the, for everybody listening. Maybe you don't know this. We are in this front range area, the top of the list for cars stolen in the yep. United States of America. Period. Bingo. And that yeah, should not be happening, Mike. I'm sorry, that should not be happening. Oh, you know, I've grown up, born and raised in Colorado like you, and there was essentially non-existent. You've got a few capital crimes in, in a lot of neighborhoods, but it was not the prevalence now. No. And what's the, what's the one common factor there? The last 15 years of a certain uh, party yes. having uh, the yes. control. Oh, I'll be the, the first to say, when Democrats run, things that get screwed up. Just just watch. That's just what happens. Just look at the... Yep, that's what happens. Look at the map. And the people that are in this state that are now, you know, voting that way, they're dumb as rocks. Yep. That's given. That's insulting bag of rocks. John, <laughs> True. I'm insulting the rocks. You're correct. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame the rock bag of I mean, rocks. I, and really, so I, and again, I'm not trying not to be political fault. here on, on this show because I try to be as neutral as possible. But, Mike, it, when it comes to driving and, and you know, the, the reality is it's affecting all of us right now, from catalytic converter thefts to stealing of entire vehicles and so on, you know, they are voting in people that are going to take money out of your pocket, and they just keep doing it. And at the end of the day, it affects them as well. I just don't get it. I don't understand the mentality. I, I totally agree. Unless there's, we've got uh, three million trust fund babies that can take the hit. We don't. Though. I've gotten, I've gotten decimated since the last it, two years. Yeah, we don't. I had four years of private, uh, uh, prime uh, prosperity and a secure country, and then in two years, I've seen it go to complete cesspool. Yep, complete it, cesspool. It shouldn't make any difference. I mean, who'd ever thought we'd have to pay for freaking shopping bags? <laughs> well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, you're right. You're right. Mike, I'll sure. let you go. We're going to break. Appreciate hey. it very much. John and Cheyenne, hang tight. You've got a comment on theft as well. we got lines open, 303-477-5600. We will be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Myself, Jeff Kitty, and John from Cheyenne joining us now. John, what's up, sir? Hey, I'm sorry I called back a second time. You're right. This is pretty important. About a half hour after I spoke to you, or I would have asked you the first time, I got a call from my wife. She's traveling. But she got notified that they're moving the employee parking at Denver from over next to the Avis. You know where the yeah, Avis is? Yeah, I know right where that is, yes. John, there we go. Are you back? So where are they moving it to? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know why I'm cutting out, John. There, now you're back. I got you now. Okay. They're moving it from there over to Mount Elbert. Why? Why? Why does Denver, the worst-run airport in the country? Well, that's another – yeah. I mean, and this is where – it, again, this is transportation, so I think it's appropriate to say it here, John. And my heart goes out okay. to the, the employees that work out at the airport having, you know, some history there and, and you know, a spouse that did mm-hmm. some of that for a while and so on. Bottom line, John, is they should have a 
a, a parking garage built at DIA just for the employees that are there yep. so they can get rid of that stupid bus ride they have to do and the amount of time it takes to go to work there. They should be doing everything possible to make working there easier, and they don't. They actually make it harder to work there. You know what they're doing? They're making it so people that live in the Denver area use RTD. Yeah, that's what they're pushing. You're correct. But so here's the thing. Mount Elbert's out there. They say it's going to be secure, and yeah. I don't So they say, I don't believe anything. them. I don't trust that either. Well, it's, it, it'll be uh, employees only with passes. So to get into the lot, drive into the lot, you have to have a pass. Okay, so what, they, key, so what keeps some nefarious dude from borrowing or stealing, you know, the employee parking pass from somebody that he knows or lives with and showing up there? Yeah. Nothing. Uh, no. Okay, so here's the thing. She's got a club right now for her truck. Uh-huh. And um, I would use it every time know, she parks there. All right. About the cat converter, you said there's an anti-theft device. There is. You can, can you it. can put a cat guard on it. It's basically a cable device that you'd have to install. You could do it yourself, John, buy it online. And basically they're oh, cables, really? they're they're wire strand cables. You clamp them to the pipe in front and behind the cat or cats plural depending upon how many of those you need. And it makes it, you know, those cables are really difficult. They're not going to get them cut off with a sawzall. That's the key. They're, they're, the, the cables themselves will keep the cat from being stolen. And, again, it's a deterrent. If somebody crawls underneath and looks, they're on to the next one anyways. They're not going to dink with it. Yep. Right, right. And that was my thing. So um, what's your opinion on putting, like, a, an air tag somewhere in the car so it's yes, not there? We, I would. We can I would for sure do that. Right. Most definitely do that, John. Yes. Okay. So, any other advice? Um, air tag it. Put a cat, you know, put a cat theft device on it in the club. You should be good. Okay, and so what and is pray. that cable? It both. You said where the cable goes. What about it? It goes on the front and back of the cat. Well, and then does it bolt to the frame or? No, no. It's just it's it's going around. The pipe, and it's in, it's in, again, you put it in a way that it just deters somebody from cutting the cat off or even cutting the pipe in front and behind. Again, you, you, they're designed to be put in a way to where they're not going to have okay. access to the cat is what it really ends up being. And, you know, the other option you've got is put a big skid shield or something underneath where they just can't get to it and see it. That's the same, that's the same way of doing it. You know, and that might help not getting stuck in the snow as much. Correct. A skid plate would also <laughs> work. In your world, would work fine. Um... Any recommendations on where to look for one for this? On truck? that one, you're probably going to have to have someone build one. You're not going to find one. You're going to have to have somebody take some 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 plate steel and just build it, which can be done pretty easily. Okay, okay. So you don't think there's like an off road? I maybe, like but I doubt if it's going to cover the cat. Okay, okay. We want it covering well, the cat. There's a really good welding shop in China. I would just I do that. That'd be the easiest thing, and you're done. All right. Thanks, John. You're very welcome, John. Appreciate it. Great. By the way, great question. And, yes, I, I really do have sympathy for the workers at DIA that have to park and ha- handle things the way they do because it is an utter disaster for those folks. Craig, you're next. Hi, John. How are we doing, sir? Hey, it's a shame that we, you know, everything I have parked in my driveway, I have to put a club on the steering wheel just to have a little bit of peace of mind. Yep. But, Agree. you know, another example that's a state of Colorado tries to emulate California in every way they can. I don't know if you noticed or have talked about the state legislature is considering making 
split leaning, I guess, where you, you know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about that last week, but they're talking about making it to where motorcycles, for those of you that don't know, they're going to make it where they split lane it, where a motorcycle can drive in between cars going down, you know, a congested freeway, essentially, like they do in California. I think it's an utter disaster, Craig, but who am I? Well, I, I hate it. I mean, especially, you know, you get these guys on the crotch rocket, they have no qualms about if, you know, you're basically at a stop and then all of a sudden they're flying through. And Yeah, and I even in California, that's supposed to be speed limited, I believe, to 10 miles an hour or under if they're going to split lanes. And even the folks here that are doing it are not doing it 10 miles an hour or under, Craig, nope. as you know. Well, how how would you enforce that? Let's say you're a police officer and... He's in the same, and he's in a vehicle. Let's say not on a motorcycle, so he can't give chase. He's sitting in that same traffic you're sitting in, and then these guys go flying down between lanes. How is he? The only thing he can do is radio ahead. That's it. To somebody, you know, past the congestion point. That's all he can do. Getting, yeah, that's all he can do. Right. That's all he can do. And and uh, now I have seen situations where guys have been splitting lanes and driving way too fast in places like California where they do actually get pulled over and pay the price. I've actually seen YouTube video on that. Don't know how often well, that happens, but they do get caught. You know, when you've got, you know, you know your guys that tow vehicles that have the the camper mirrors and stuff like that. Right. I I guess these guys think that they can just, you know, there isn't that much room between Well, I've vehicles. seen some of those guys get pegged by those in videos as well. So, no, it's not always the way it is. A lot of times they get knocked right off the motorcycle with those things. I've seen it. Yeah. Well. I, I would not want to be on a bike doing that, just me personally. That's just not what I would want to do. Nope. Well, I, I can often, you know, if I happen to wake up in the middle of the night during the summer and I don't live too far off of I-70, I, I can hear those guys out in the middle of the night just, throttling those motors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can hear them. You bet. Yeah. So, well, I guess that's why I don't ride a motorcycle. Well, I tell you what, if you do, you got to pick the time to ride it. And, Craig, thanks. You can't just ride one, in my opinion. You just can't just ride one the way you used to. So, Gary and Boulder on a diesel truck question. Stephen Lakewood on tires. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa. Get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? 
Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve in Lakewood, you're next. Oh, yes. Can you hear me all right? I can, Steve. Yeah. Thanks. All right. You know, when I, my experience when I try and uh, have my tires rotated, I go to them and, uh, well, I, bought, I went to a discount where I bought them and they said, no, um, we don't want you to oversteer. They, they want, it's a front wheel drive car and they don't, they think I'm going to be in danger or something if I, and the tread isn't really that bad on the drive wheel. So then I went to Walmart and they told me the same thing. And the gal told me, uh, we, if you got in an accident, we wouldn't want you to sue us anyway. So are, are you not, are all tires on the car not equal at this point? Or do you have two tires that are better than the others or what? The drive wheels are, uh, they're more worn. The front drive wheels are more. Is this an all-wheel drive? No, it's front-wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah, and they they won't rotate them because they want the good tires on the back, not the front. That's you're going to have to put tires on it. Okay, so you think that's a legitimate? Yes, yes, it is. Yes. All right, I appreciate it. You're very welcome, Steve. Nope, sorry about that, but yes, they they want they want the tires that have more tread. Believe it or not, on the rear for the controllability of the car, not on the front. Gary and Boulder, you're next. Yeah, I have a uh, 2019 F250 with a 6.7 diesel. Okay. And the other morning when it was a single digit, I got a message of low fuel pressure. Mm-hmm. And in Googling it, they gelled up. That, that could be, yeah, it could yep. be gelling. Yeah, those of you that are running diesels, you need to be running. BG has a product. 911 has a product. You've got to run an anti-gel. Unless you know specifically where your fuel is coming from and that it has all the right additives in it, if you're just buying fuel at the supermarket or the gas station or wherever, Gary, yes, when it gets to be below about 10 degrees out, you need to be running an additive in it or it will gel up. Okay, well, that's my question. I've had other diesels, and I have additives. Um, <clears throat> but I was wondering, is, that, is there kind of a general rule? You know, you said 10 degrees. Is that a good yeah, Benchmark. 10, 15 or below, I would be running an additive, yes. Okay, that's it. Okay, no, you're, you're good. And yes, those trucks, I know somebody's going to call them, well, they've got heaters and it's, well, whatever. you still got to put additive in it or you're going to have, and that's just from a fleet operator myself running them, and I just know that's the way it works. You're going to have to run some additives when it gets that cold. So, John in Nebraska, you're next. Hi, John. I got a 
a quick few questions for sure. you. Sure, sure. Go right ahead. Off the air. Um, first one is, uh, is there any place you could download any past episodes of Youth on the March? Second question is, I have a 2005 Toyota Matrix XR with 180,000 miles. I uh, recently got uh, re- quit it. I got rear-ended in, uh, at a stoplight, and uh, 120 miles later, my car stopped running. I had it towed to a shop. They put the scanner on, could not uh, detect any of my computers. Finally, they were able to get into one computer, but not the main one that they needed to for the code. My third question is, uh, I got taken out. I was an avid motorcycle rider riding home from work a while ago. I got taken out at an intersection. Uh, I went to Craig Hospital, uh, became a quad, learned how to drive there, and they dealt with a place called Rocky Mountain Wheelers that was yeah. south of Cinderella City back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. And I was curious if there's – I haven't been able to find Rocky Mountain Wheelers again, and I was wondering if you had any suggestions for a place like that. And thank you very kindly, and God bless. Oh, thank you, John. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on hold because I think Charlie maybe off air can help you with the youth on the march side of the fence. As far as uh, vans or conversions of – to allow folks that need, you know, assistance driving. So, you know, handicap type vans and so on. I don't think that company is around any longer, but there's another, I want to say, Jeff, two or three solid companies. There's one down in the Springs. There's a two or three here in the metro area that do conversions where they can even put the wheel, you know, they can put the lifts on, wheelchair lifts. They can put on all the hand controls, all the different things that are there as far as that goes. There's one of them up in the Thornton area. I know still that's up there. Uh, there is a couple of them that I think are more kinds of kind of toward the center of town. Don't ask me for names because I'd have to go. You know, I'd have to actually do a, an internet search and find that. But yes, there yeah. are there are folks out there that will do those conversions and things along those lines still to this day. Yes, yep. yes. You just have to do a little bit of research. And I, Jeff, this is one thing I can't answer: is why they come and go. I, I I don't know. I think in some cases they have ownership and. You know, just like any other business, you know, ownership gets to the point where they want to retire or do something different or whatever the case may be. And the fact of the matter is they they do. And that's what they that's that's what they do. And that's why they come and go. And I I fully understand it. I get it. Yeah, it's just um, I had a good friend of mine that recently passed, but uh, he dealt with that and they had constant issues with the lifts and stuff like that. And I think the supply that's what, side that that's what kills a lot of them mm-hmm. as far as the business end of it, uh, because you are dealing with a handicapped vehicle. Correct. And as you and you guys so, that are in that world know, those are just unique vehicles. Yeah. And I will also tell you this, and and you guys know this, and I know just because I've worked on some of those vehicles in the past. There are good upfitters. Yes. And there are not so good upfitters. Now, all I can tell you on that line of things is you're going to have to. I've got one coming into. I'll put on hold. Hang tight, Charlie. I'll be right with you in a second. Um, what I will tell you is you've got to do your reviews and your research on that yep. to determine who's good, who's not, because not all upfitters are exactly the same. I will tell you that right now. All right, I'm going to do this. Charlie's busy. Larry's also busy. So that we've got a line coming in. So I'm just going to go ahead and put you on air. Uh, you are next. Go ahead. What's, what's the name and what can I help you with? This is Mickey. Mickey, what's up, man? I'm looking at that uh, 3500 HD. Okay. It's got an NV4500. It's got a uh, five-speed. Okay. Yep. yep. It's got 200,000 on it. It says it's grinding going into second gear, and I figure, well, do most people drive them like a granny four-speed or 
Depends on who was driving it prior. Yeah. Some do, some don't. Yeah, because with that super low first gear, I figured a lot of them treat it like first gear. and They shouldn't. They should be starting in second, but a lot of yeah. folks don't do that. Well, uh, third gear on them tends to be noisy from what I've heard. Second gear is what like year is it, Mickey? Ninety-three. Yeah, those kind of were that back was, then. Uh, that was a tough year for Dodge Five. Yeah, they they weren't as good. They got better as time went by, but yeah. they were not as good then. <clears throat> okay, so replace or repair? Replace. Yes, get a, get an updated unit for it. Yep. Okay. Well, those those years were, but for the Chevys, that was. Uh, they had the low lower six thirty four first, and they went to the five sixty one later. Right, mm-hmm. but it had a different uh, bell housing or different. Yeah, the way it bolted to the bell housing was different. Yeah, I mean, it was old style. Right, you just buy one. Buy one that's got the Chevy housing already on it, and just do that. Okay. Yeah, you should be fine. Yeah. All righty. Thank you. You're very okay. welcome, Mickey. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. It's a beautiful day outside, and we're kind of wrapping things up here. And, and again, some of you always uh, usually get text messages on this as well. You know, where do I find such and such? Who's, where, you know, where do I go for this? How do I listen to a past episode? All of that is on our website. Just go to drive-radio.com. It's always hard to explain the hyphen, but on a keyboard, it is in the top row next to the zero on your keyboard. Okay, It is the letter or the key, I should say, right to the right of the zero, and it's not an underscore, so you don't hold the shift key down. You just push the key that is next to the zero, and that is a dash. So it is drive-radio.com. All our past episodes, car reviews, all the different things that we talk about, all of our sponsors, the folks that make this show happen on a regular basis. And last but not least, if there's somebody that you know would make a good partner for us on the program... We've always got room for, you know, for anyone that would want to come alongside and help us out. We're always willing to chat. So if you know of somebody that is in that world that would like to become a part of what we do, another shop, a great shop, especially somebody that's like in the Springs or even up in the Cheyenne area, up north. There's all sorts of slots we still have open along those lines. If any of you know of any shops along those lines that would like to join us, uh, by all means, just go to the website, send us an email, or you can send it even directly, john at drive-radio.com that is the way to get a hold of me it's really simple and easy let me really check let me check really quick our um oh i got a lot of text messages i will do my very best to answer all these text messages i do not have time to do this so by the way somebody did say the airport parking uses hotel valet that is not that much more expensive and is much more secure by the way Thank you for that tip. Some of you that are only going for a quick trip or you're looking to do something, you could do Hotel Valet there at the Westin at DIA and probably uh, get, get things handled that way. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, what about the bar that locks on the steering wheel that's called the club? Is it any good? Yes, I highly recommend them. If you're going to be parked anywhere where you're not going to be able to see the vehicle, is it a great theft deterrent device? It most definitely is. That's it, guys. Um, and... Uh, That'll, that'll close us out. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Charlie Grimes, Larry Unger, who you just heard a moment ago, is already out and about. Guys, have a great rest of your weekend. Uh, if you're listening to a replay show, thank you very much. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com.
Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.